I would like you to take your Bibles and turn to the Gospel according to St. John's. John's Gospel. The Gospel according to St. John. Chapter 10. And reading verse 7 on to verse 10. That is, John's Gospel. Chapter 10. Verse 7. It reads thus. Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and have it and that they might have it more abundantly. Let's read verse 11 also. It says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word as we send our thoughts on the subject, enjoying the abundant life, shall we look to God in a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we are thanking you for giving your son to die for us so that we could have life everlasting and life in abundance. And oh, Father and God, we thank you from the depths of our hearts. For all that you have done and what you're doing and what you're going to do in these difficult and challenging times. We pray for those, however, who are not enjoying this abundant life that you've given. Pray they will see the error of their way. And have occasion to return onto the fold and enjoy green pastures. For those who have never entered, we pray that their eyes and their hearts will be open. They'll be receptive to your word. That they might be saved. That they may be able to go in and out and find pasture. Plenty. Father in heaven, defeat the forces of evil. And save some lost soul. These mercies we ask requires the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Enjoying the abundant life. The word abundant means exceedingly, very highly, beyond measure. A quantity so abundant as to be considerably more than what one would expect or anticipate. In short, Jesus promises us a life far better than we could ever imagine. A concept reminiscent of First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, where it says, I have not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man 
the things which God had prepared for those who love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. The word abundant can be found 12 times throughout the Bible. But when it is combined with abundance and abundantly together, they can be found over 100 times in the Bible. To be exact, 104 times you can find these three combinations. Abundant, abundance, and abundantly. It tells us that God wants us to enjoy life. But unfortunately, many of God's people are barely enduring God abundance. It's a paradox. Nobody seems to stop enjoying an abundance of money. The more they get, the more they want. Out of this pandemic, we have had many billionaires and millionaires which were not there before the pandemic. And they're still going. People have more money now than ever before. And they're not satisfied. They're not happy. I've been told this morning in Sunday school that people have less money. Now I say, listen, don't, talk, not, don't, don't tell me that. You can't have less money and when we all cook $3 a month. Seriously, in construction, I made $3 a month. $75. $75. 75 cents a week. Teachers got 36 of them red dollars per month. Huh? You don't believe eh? Oh, let me move on. I'm telling you the truth. And we were happy and happier than people are right now with the whole abundance. I hear some people work for $3,000 a month. $10,000 a month. Man, if I get one of them $10,000, me ain't got to work again for life. <laughs> well, that's just a light moment. <laughs> but you know, people seem never to be satisfied. Our God is a God of abundance. If you don't believe me, think of the abundance of manna from heaven, fresh bread every day, and people were not happy and they were not satisfied. Free. Eat all you want. Bread baked in heaven. Perfect. No Bonaparte bread. Nice, soft manner. You think of the cruise of oil. And out of the cruise of oil, the Lord said, uh, the, the prophet said to the lady, listen, you go through this neighborhood and get as, more, uh, as many containers as you can find. I believe that people were laughing and they were saying, boy, she's going to go recycle. I mean, you know, only going to get so many 10 cents a pound. What's she going to do? And so they get, they felt good to get rid of all the garbage. They gave up all the empty containers. 
that didn't realize what was happening. We don't know how many, and we are not told how many containers and how many gallons of oil or barrels of oil she got out of that one little cruise of oil. Maybe it was a half a gallon. We don't know exactly what size is just say a cruise of oil. So all that I have there is a little uh, container there with some oil. And, uh, uh, you know, my husband gone and left us. And here we are left to die with nothing. And God of abundance. And we are told when all the containers in the room were filled, the oil stayed. If she had twice as many containers, they would have been filled up. Then we have the story of the lady with the barrel, and she said that a little bit of um, wheat is there, a little bit of flour is in the bottom of it, and when we finish that, uh, we're going to scrape out the bottom of the barrel, and when we finish that, we're just going to lie down and die. And she baked the bread and gave it to the prophet, and the barrel just keep building up and building up for the rest of her life. She had food, she had flour. Then we could also think, when we think of the God of abundance, we think of the, um, uh, the, the, the feeding of the 5,000. Three barley loaves, or five barley loaves and two little fishes fed 5,000. And at the end of it, they had 12 baskets full. Wow! God is a God of abundance, and we could go on and on, and on. But, it will be rather interesting to find out tonight how many of you are living the abundant life. Don't show your hand. How many are living the abundant life right now? I could imagine that some say, abundant life? This? This is it? Some of you, some are of the view that the abundant life with Jesus Christ talked about was for some time in the future, sometime in the sweet by and by. And if you appear to be enjoying it now, they think that you're crazy. Something wrong with you. To be sanctified and Fundamentally, you must. You think. And for you to be holy, you have to live in poverty. And you have to have all old clothes and an old car that you could hear it before you see it. Not in Talgosum. Was Jesus really serious when he said, I am come that he might have life and have it more abundantly? Let us examine the word here. Look at verse 10. Jesus Christ said, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy 
I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly because I am the good shepherd. Give it, good shepherd, give it his life for the sheep. He is the door. If you enter by him, you shall go in and out and find pastures, green pastures, according to Psalm 23. Have you ever given serious thought to these words? I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I'm wondering how many teenagers are really enjoying life. Man, they have more money than you know you can ever talk about, and they're still not satisfied. And all kind of devices, and all kind of uh, things that are not necessary, really. <laughs> Nothing seems to satisfy. And all of it, you still hear them say, life is boring. We have to be careful, really. We have to thank God for his abundant mercy. There is mercy in abundance. Time will not permit me to read all of these passages, but you can write them down, and if you have your um, well, let me not go there. Um, <coughs> you have your pen and your paper. You can write them down. I am very delighted that from my vantage point here, it doesn't seem as though anybody's texting and anybody's, um, you know, whatever, um, WhatsApping or whatever you call it. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to give you some passages, but time will not permit me to read them. But when you come to abundant mercy, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. Titus 3, verses 5 and 6. And many, many others, I could only give you two, really, for each one. But um, there are many, many, many references when you talk about how God is, uh, his mercy is in abundance. It is the mercy of God, the mercies of God that we are not consumed. Then there is an abundance of grace. And this again, it will take us hours if we were to look at all the scriptures, but Romans 5 and verse 17 and 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 5. And we could go on and on and on and talk about the grace, grace of God. And in John chapter 1, where it says, and grace for grace. Grace all over the place. Number three, not only that there's an abundance of mercy, there's an abundance of grace. There is an abundance of life. John chapter 10 and verse 10, which we just read there. It says here again, I am come that he might have life and have it more abundantly. But what makes up this abundant life? When he talks about abundant life, he's not talking about having a whole ton load of money. You have a whole ton load of money, I don't know what with it. You still die and leave it here anyhow. Whose will it be? And you don't dare 
buy a giant Malta or thing out of it really. Can't afford to. Because you think you're going to have a dollar less. And people consider themselves poor. Spend more money than rich people. A lot of things that poor people spend money on. You think rich people spend money on them? I'm not exaggerating. But I know a rich, 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 rich man. He has gone on. Rich. And as far as I know, in my almost 90 years, I've never seen him driving a new car. Always an old car. Never seen him drive a new car. These poor people go to the bank and take loan and thing and buy a new car. Rich people drive the old car till they die. <laughs> not, I'm not saying that all rich people do that. <laughs> some of them spend money, but some of them can't afford to spend it. And so abundance, abundant life does not mean, necessarily mean having a lot of things. Things and more things. It's knowing what to be satisfied with what God has given to you. Having a satisfied mind. Little and much when God is in it. Not only that, but we have to move on. Number four, there's an abundance of love. John 3, 16, John 15 and 13. And again, we're going to talk about the love of God. And there's a song that talks about the love of God. How measureless. How pure. And we could go on and on. Then we talk about, we talk about number five. The abundance of strength that God has given to us. Philippians 4 and 13. Second Corinthians. Chapter 12 and verse 9. But Philippians 4, just 1 and verse 13. A verse that everybody is... Uh, well acquainted with, I could imagine, by now. Ephesians 4 and verse, oh, I have Philippians here. Ephesians 4 and verse 13, that is, it says, oh, I think that, Philippians 4, I said. Okay, I had it right, Philippians 4 and verse 13. I don't know why I'm mixing up these two here. But um, I can do all things through Christ. Which strengthened me. All things. He gives us this strength. To go through our difficulties and challenges. And these are challenging times. God gives us this strength. His strength is there. We just have to lean on him. And we do not depend upon our own strength. Because the physical body is pretty weak. Oh, and it gets broken down very quickly. Then we go on here and we could talk about the abundance of joy, hope, and peace. We can't put these, we can't separate these um, because the verses um, talk about them together. Joy, hope, and peace. Romans 15, 13 to 14. And Psalm number 16 and verse 11. Perhaps. I should slow down a little bit and uh, read here uh, Romans uh, 15 and um, verses 13 and 14. 
Now, the God of hope fill you with all A-L-L, an abundance of joy, peace, in believing that he may abound in hope. You see how the three of them go together? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 14. And I myself am persuaded of you, my beloved brethren, brothers and sisters, no fellows and guys, that ye also are full of goodness. Amen. Amen. Filled with all knowledge. Able also to admonish one another. We have the strength, the joy, the hope, and the peace of God in this troubled world and these troubled times. And only the people of God are going to be able to survive the challenges which are yet to come. And we need to prepare ourselves because the days are getting more difficult. But not only that, we think of the abundance of benefits that we have as children of God. And again, I will not take the time to read those passages, but you know how Psalm 103 and verses 1 to 5 and Psalm 68 and verse 19 talks about all the benefits that we have in God. Not only the benefits, but we think of the blessings of God. When we think of the blessings of God, we think of Proverbs 10 and verse 22 and Psalm 23 and verse 5. It says, goes on down there in Psalm 23 and talk about how he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anointed my head with oil and my cup run it over. You put there whatever you want. Your cup of joy. Your cup of blessings and happiness and Happiness would be the final one, the abundance of happiness that we have in him. According to 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 14. Again, you want to write it down and look at it. But brethren, when you think of the fact that we have the Lord anointing our heads with oil. He set a table before us in the presence of our enemies. They get jealous and they want to take it away from you. But they can't. And one of the things I don't like is the fact that surely, certainly, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And when I am finished, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forevermore. So right there in that verse, Although you know it, you realize that the abundant life is for here and now. And not just in the future. In the future, it will be 
final and above all and you know no more sorrows but down here the abundant life it comes along with some sorrows in life and what i like to call you know challenges but one of the reasons why people do not want to enter into the door and they don't want to be the fall is because the blessings do come with challenges and they don't want to face the challenges. So they prefer to stay out there in the devil's fold and they expect it to get better. I guess we'll have to continue this sometime, but in closing, there are three things which can prevent you. Basically, three things which can keep you from enjoying the abundant life. Number one, Sin. Think of Samson and think of Demas. Number two, ignorance. You think of the ignorance of the prodigal son. When he should be home enjoying the blessings, he out there eating husk with the swines. When he could have been home eating pink salmon and pork chops and finest ham you could think about and nice okras and spinach and such like. And if you don't want to have to do a colonoscopy, you better eat okras. <laughs> because it's a very pleasant, unpleasant experience. <laughs> but the good things of life, a lot of people miss out on because of their ignorance. In prodigal son, you could think, think as an example. Number three, the three things that can keep you from enjoying the abundant life with God promises. Slothfulness. Christians are slothful. Slack. They expect to attend church once in a while and occasionally. And expect they're going to be blessed of God. People think that they could rob God and still enjoy all the blessings of the Abundant life. It's don't work. It doesn't work like that. The more you give to God, the more God bless you. Amen. Proverbs chapter 24, verses 30 to 34. I will not take the time to read. Romans 12 and verse 11. You therefore need to resolve today that you're going to be close to God and give to God what belongs to him. Most of you are, and I guess those of you are here, you are faithful. You have been faithful. And you have risen to the occasion on numerous occasions and wanted to rise to the occasion again. And I joined with the pastor and in his uh, pledge for the, um, sound, the, the, the board or sounding, what do you call it? Soundboard? Whatever it is. 
And I believe that the pastor could go ahead and order that and just pray that the Lord bless me with the 10,000 and I'll give it all. Well, I don't have 10,000. If, if I had that, I would do it. But there are those of us who can give a thousand dollars. I believe. There are those of us who could give a thousand. Ten of us give a thousand dollars and it's all over. Or five of us give a thousand dollars. Five give five hundred. And then you just need a few more to come up with the next uh, what it is, five twenty-five hundred dollars, two thousand five hundred dollars. It's my Pardon me? 2,500, right? Yeah. And so, um, listen, I'm serious about it. And no, I don't need a calculator. My calculator is still working <laughs> from way back in third standard, you know. <laughs> we didn't have any calculator. <laughs> and so we had to learn to add. But, I'm, so, I'm just saying that we can do it. And if God bless you with, you know, I, it, I don't, Lord, if you bless me with that, $10,000, I'll give it. And I'm trusting God for that $1,000 by the end of the month. I'm pledging that. And so I'm calling upon five others to pledge $1,000. And so that we'll get that sound system as soon as possible. Because, you know, as I listened, if you listen to the radio this morning, and uh, Sister Rennell was on it, and I said, boy, it doesn't get any better than this. I was truly blessed by that song, Sister Rena. Um, what the song is again? Um, for Brother Owell was here. Forever. Listen. It was just, you can't get any better than that. Yes. Only the best will do. Amen. God. Amen. Amen. And um, as I hear the sound system and the funny sound, I said, boy, we really got to do something real quick because... I don't want the pastor not here and we have anything less than what he usually has. <laughs> and so we have to you real fast. And so, well, this is a part of the sermon and he didn't ask me to do this. This is free. Okay? And so if you are able to, or maybe if you can't, maybe five families come up with $1,000 each. We have done it in the past and we can do it again. And I'm going to be talking to others and let's come up with $1,000 and pledge and promise the Lord that he... Uh, bless us with this thousand dollars and you really pray that God will bless you with it and God will honor you and you feel good about yourself and by the way you see something need to be done you do it you ask the Lord uh, you know to provide for you well you tell the pastor what you would like to do and I'm sure that God will bless you for it little is much when God is in it labor not for wealth or fame Again, I'm not saying that you run yourself broke, really. But once God provides for you and God bless you, bless God also. And you enjoy the blessings that God has in store for you. But don't be stingy with God. And don't be slothful. Uh, we could say a lot about that, but the time has already gone. Don't be ignorant of the blessings of God and what God has in store for us. And do not let sin prevent you from enjoying the abundant life. You cannot meddle around and live in sin and expect 
that God is going to bless you with that abundant life. You got to live clean. You got to stay away from sin. Think how Samson lost his way. You think how Demas lost his way because he had forsaken the apostle. Tonight, I urge you, enjoy life to its fullest. Enjoy the family that God has put you in. Enjoy the partner in life that God has blessed you with. Amen. 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 And if you don't have one, ask God to give you one. And to those of you who are younger, let God choose that person for you. If you want to enjoy that abundant life, let God have his way in your heart and in your life. And if you're not a born again Christian, you have never walked through that door. Thank God the door is still wide open. He's the good shepherd. The good shepherd takes care of his sheep. You want his sheep to enjoy the blessings of life and to be fat and flourishing. Amen.